Welcome to More Than Money. You've got Gene Dickinson. You've got Alyssa Young. Good morning. Good morning. You've got More Than Money. You've got the opportunity to uh, be the star of the show. You are always the heart of the show. Uh, what's at the top of your mind, we, uh, we ask you to uh, share with us, and then we'll give you answers that hopefully, hopefully will give you some peace of mind as... Uh, I look down the 67-story tower here, and I see the Whitehall police cruising the apartment complex next door, and I go, hmm, peace of mind. I certainly hope so. Yeah, you'll see. He's circling around. Okay. Uh, Welcome to More Than Money. If you're a loyal listener, you already know exactly how this works on a beautiful November morning. Absolutely gorgeous. And if you think, well, gosh, it's kind of cold, though. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. You're not in Buffalo. (laughs) <laughs> you uh, thank your lucky stars um, or thank the good Lord above. That's a good way to start. Just uh, you're not in Buffalo um, <laughs> because they are measuring their snow with foot rulers, not in inches. When I go out to run later and I'm cold, I'll say at least I'm not, not in, in Buffalo. Buffalo. Exactly. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, because if you were in Buffalo, you'd go out to run and your door would not open. Because there'd right. be four feet of snow on the other <laughs> side of it. That's right. Unbelievable. Welcome. Welcome. If you are loyal listeners, then you know that we answer lots of questions uh, that have general topics, investments in retirement, uh, income tax issues, and uh, Roth conversions, income tax issues, uh, 401ks, and in-service rollovers, uh, estate issues, uh, uh, wills and trusts and powers of attorney and medical directives and business issues. But those are very general topics. They don't begin to uh, describe the the depth and the breadth of the questions that you have because your questions are absolutely specific to you and we would have it no other way. It's fantastic. It is what makes us the most relevant financial show on radio today. And TV today as well. So if you are a fan of more than money, you're a fan of relevancy, you're a fan of things that absolutely apply. Immediately, we're practical. We're very practical. We don't talk too much about the theoretical. You know, theoretically, in several years, if this happens, yeah, how about tomorrow? How about Monday morning? How about, uh, is there a a way that you can go from earning 0.4% in your bank account to 4.0%. Is there a way to get 10 times the income with no increase in risk? Is there a way? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, I, was, I, was, I, was, I didn't a, know if that was like a, kind of know, rhetorical, a rhetorical question. No, for some people, yes, it's actually, shocking. Yes, actually, as a matter of fact. Yeah, rhetorical for folks who have uh, been listening. Uh, no, rhetorical. Yeah, yeah, rhetorical for those who have been listening because they already know. And for those of you that are just joining us, they're going, say what? For real? Really? Are you for real? Come on now. With no risk? Well, uh, there's risk to everything. True. Uh, The risk that you take when you call 610-720-7900 is that if you're a goof... We're going to make you be sorry you called. Oh, no. <laughs> As we've done a couple times in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. We've had a couple of people call and decide that this was their show. <laughs> uh, that would be an error in judgment, Phil. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but if you are 
sincere with a uh, question, 610-720-7900. You will find us to be remarkably accommodating, remarkably kind, remarkably easy to deal with. Wait a second. That actually describes Alyssa. (sighs) And then there's Gene. Speaking of which, if you wish to send us uh, emails, Alyssa, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com, or Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. Both of those work very, very well. And, of course, if you wish to share our show, he said carefully, uh, all you have to do is uh, share our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. Hit the listen live button, big red button. It's kind of hard to miss. <laughs> I mean, if you're missing that, you're going to need some other assistance. I'm just thinking. But red button, listen live. If you have a question, you can ask right through the website. Here's the sirens. Yes. Oh, I see an ambulance coming. Or is that a fire truck? Uh, I can only see the top of it. Uh, it's okay. a large. Oh, it's a fire truck. Fire truck in, and Uh-oh. that's going the direction the. Uh, the cop went. The police officer went. So, I don't see any smoke. Nope, not yet. We'll keep you posted. Uh, yes, <laughs> live reporting live from Whitehall. I used to be a journalist. You still are. Mm-hmm. In a very real sense, you still mm-hmm. are. Maybe even more now than you were before. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Okay. You've still got a ways to go. Six one zero seven two zero seventy. 900 Alyssa at askmtm.com. By the time we speak to you again, um, it will be after Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. So Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. It's a great time of the year. Great time of the year. Family, friends, Alyssa and the family are coming up with us. And uh, (laughs) she just found that out. So so that awkward pause you heard was... Um, uh, hmm. Is it because you heard about the ice cream cake I'm making? <gasps> no, so, but that does, forgive the phrase, cement the deal. Um, That's, I yeah. hope it's not that heavy. For Thanksgiving, I'm going to make an ice cream cake that has pumpkin and chocolate ice cream in it. And then chocolate brownies and some graham cracker crumbs and mini chocolate chips and hot fudge. Again, I reiterate, uh, Alyssa, Zach, <laughs> Juliana, Andrew will be joining us for Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> my daughter, Alyssa, is coming up from West Virginia. Yay! Megan will be there. Our friends, Chad and Angie, will be there. And uh, the young family, uh, the uh, the correct young family, not that other family, the one that we talked about. Oh, uh, yeah, not those folks. They're, not, they're not welcome. No. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That's a, a story we'll share another time. Yes. That's, You'll <clears throat> enjoy it when he does. Yes. Oh, goodness. So, happy Thanksgiving in advance. Hopefully you already have your turkey. We do not. Diane placed her order mm-hmm. online from the very best turkey purveyors in the country. And uh, there's been lots of concern about, are the, will there be enough? Well, I guess we're going to find out. Me, I'm pretty flexible. How do you like your turkey? I like my turkey however somebody hands it to me. Cooked. Or uh, I like my turkey in the form of ham. Oh. Or I like my <laughs> turkey in the form of spam. I'm, 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 not, I'm not tough to get along with. No. I'm not either. And ice cream cake? And when you say pumpkin and chocolate, I go, would it be my first choice? Let me see. 
if Alyssa's making it. Well, hell yeah. That's my first choice. <laughs> oh, that's thanks. I uh, love pumpkin and chocolate ice cream together. Wow. And so I thought, ooh, why not put it why not? into ice cream cake form? Because then you got the chocolate brownie and some yeah, other goodies. Yeah. It's. I hope it turns out the way I imagine it, it will. It sounds like uh, pre-diabetes, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm it's also making a... double-layer pumpkin pie. That's <laughs> like a cream cheese du- layer. Wow. Yeah. Um, you had me at cream cheese because what can't be made better if you simply add cream cheese? Mm, it's like a cream cheese cool whip mix. It's delicious. Cool whip, whip. Yeah, I usually try to go win a pumpkin pie at the five k on Thanksgiving morning and then yeah. also bring that, but I don't know if I'm gonna go. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if. Who I, are you? What have I you done with Alyssa? I don't know. How many years have you done that? Lots. Lots. Yeah. And it's my PR. My fastest 5K has been at that race. Because you're highly motivated. For pie, yes. Pie. Yes. When there's a pie waiting for you at the finish line, <laughs> you don't slow down. So I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. We'll see. I might be a last, like last year, I think it was. I registered the night before. Actually, Zach, I think either might have done it for me. And I ran it despite um, having done a marathon like four days before. And that was the first year I didn't win a pie. Uh, I was close. I was like fourth uh, place instead of third. Uh, but I kind of knew going into it that I might not uh, win because yeah, well, I had just yeah, run a marathon, yeah. a sub-four-hour marathon. Wow. This year, I just don't know. So we'll see. If anybody wants to try to persuade me to do it, send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> Alyssa at AskMTM.com. <laughs> We're not going to talk you out of it. We think it's great. I don't know. We'll see. It's, uh, you're, you're of the, uh, the philosophy that we burn our calories first. Yeah. Yeah, lots of folks are going... I just ate 5 million calories. Tomorrow I'm going to. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're going to be in a coma tomorrow. All right. If you do it first and you're like, I get to eat what I want today. Although nice. no, a does. 5K doesn't no, really burn no, enough no. calories for that, but it doesn't matter. No, but still, you're, you're probably knocking 500 calories off. Maybe. And 500 is not nothing. That's a little piece of ice cream cake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, happy Thanksgiving next week. Uh, the November newsletter is on the street. If you receive it by email, you got that yesterday. If you do, if you receive it by snail mail, we think by Christmas you should absolutely have that in your hands. Uh, if you have a call for us, 610-720-7900, Alyssa at AskMTM.com, Gene at AskMTM.com, Mr. Sunshine John Elliott has taken a call and... Uh, we're going to welcome to our show, Michael. Michael, good morning. Good morning, Michael. <laughs> good morning. Yeah, I, I caught me caught me here while I was in the car. Uh, I want to have a question about I heard on TV, and I don't quite understand it. What is a treasury bond or something? It has nothing to do with an E double E bonds or I bonds, but it's something you have to you have to auction it off or something. Or how the, how do you buy a, a treasury bond? Uh, it, it it is Michael actually much easier than it might seem, and you're quite right. They they do seem to make these things. They tend to make them sound so complicated. Uh, yes, there are different kinds of bonds where the government is borrowing money from us. They pay us interest. EE bonds are one flavor of those. Uh, I bonds people have been talking about a lot of late because the interest rates are paying are quite high. But what you're referring to are treasury bonds or treasury notes. And yes, when they're issued, they're 
uh, auctioned off. People can buy them at auction. But for you and I, for normal Americans, we simply buy them through a brokerage account, either with a financial advisor or on our own You can set up your own brokerage account online rather easily, or you can instruct your investment advisor that you'd like to buy uh, treasury um, uh, bonds. And uh, right now, um, over the last couple of years, the interest rates have risen dramatically. Um, Two years ago, when uh, President Trump was leaving office, the two-year treasury was paying about 0.6%, per year. And now a two-year treasury, one that will mature in two years, is paying about 4.4%. So a very significant increase, a much higher rate of return, and backed by the federal government. Now, how do I buy? Can I buy that through your company? Sure. How much How much are you, do you have minimums or maximums that you can put in it? Gosh, I don't think there are minimums. And, and of course, there are no maximums. The federal government will take every penny you've got and smile while they're doing it. But, no, I don't think there's any minimums. Uh, if you think $1,000, uh, that's probably a safe bet as a minimum. Oh, yeah. Well, and the time, is it one year, two years, or you have to go in for a couple of years? No, you can pick. You can pick. And even though you might pick a two-year treasury, if um, six months from now you say, gosh, I, I really wish I could have my money back, uh, they are bought and sold on the exchanges every day. So you would be able to sell those uh, easily, uh, even though they have not yet matured. The values might be higher. They might be lower. They might be the same if you sell early. But if you hold them to maturity, again, I'm using two years as an example, you would get 4.4% interest per year for two years, and then you're guaranteed to get your original investment back. Uh, and, and I could go through, I could buy them and sell them right through your company then? Sure. Oh, good. But it's only 4%. Yeah, that's that's kind of, is that small or large or something? Uh, compared to two years ago, it's astronomically high. Compared to what many banks are currently paying, particularly on the money markets, it's incredibly high. And for a safe return on an investment, it's a very, very good return. Whether it's the right return for you specifically, I don't know because I don't know what your financial goals are with your money. Um, But if you decide that you'd like to uh, visit us in our More Than Money World Headquarters Uh, One of our advisors will walk you through the process and they will ask you a fair number of questions to make sure that this kind of an investment is what's in your best interest. If it is, great, you're off to the races. If not, then they can offer you alternatives that might better fit you. Yeah, well, I've been wondering about it because I had some money in the bank and originally they were under Roth IRAs, but the interest you're getting even on the money that's sitting in there is is small. I mean, from a bank. So I figure I could take that money out, even though it's not taxable, and then give it to you and tell you, okay, I want to have some federal bonds for worth about forty thousand dollars. Would that that would be a better deal, wouldn't it? It, it? it it appears from our discussion that it may very well be. But again, you'll sit with an advisor. They'll ask you all the right questions and uh, make sure that it's the right thing for you, Michael. Thank you so much for the phone call. Have a great Thanksgiving. And maybe we'll see you soon in the More Than Money World Headquarters. Thank you very much. Thank you. God bless. 610-720-7900. November newsletter on the street. Uh, 
a little less controversial than last months. <laughs> uh, we talk about gratitude. I think most people are going, yeah, I'm pretty grateful. I'm pretty grateful. Hmm. Talking about uh, before the show, uh, uh, Alyssa's son, Andrew, and how grateful we are for his his hard work and what a fine young man he's become, both athletically and academically, and he's got bright future, and of course, Juliana. So um, I'm grateful that I've been such a great influence on those two young people. And... I'm so grateful for the um, wonderful clients I have who oh have, they're so sweet and thoughtful. And one of them in particular has sent cards to Andrew congratulating him for his hard work and has watched all of his highlights and he, he watched his games when they were on TV and he, he told me in an email, I don't have a big TV. So when Andrew was playing defense, I would stand close to the TV so oh. I could see him and just the sweetest thing. And Andrew is blown away by the fact that these people who don't even actually know him personally are taking their time to reach out and it's so nice. We are grateful. indeed <laughs> blessed and uh, and grateful for our clients. They are uniformly some of the most wonderful people ever. One of your clients sent me an email a couple weeks ago, um, in essence, thanking me for interviewing uh, Barry and Deb from, uh, Barry and Amy from um, Josh Early Candy, because his wife works there. That's right. And had so many nice things to say about them, say about you, say about MTM. Uh, our clients, our friends, they're pretty amazing. Speaking of amazing people, clients, and friends, you've got an event coming up that gives folks another opportunity to be grateful. That's right. I'm so excited to do this again. Um, our Invest in You series of quarterly events for women in the Lehigh Valley is coming back on Thursday, December 1st. We are doing another shoebox packing party to benefit holiday hope chests. That's a program that the Volunteer Center of the Lehigh Valley runs every year where they ask people to donate shoeboxes filled with small gifts uh, for a, kids in a certain age group. So you can pack a box for a two- to four-year-old, for example, or a five- to seven-year-old, a girl versus a boy, or a gender-neutral box. There's lots of options, but you have um, a child in mind, and you fill it with goodies, and you wrap the outside of the box, and they, they make sure that underprivileged kids in the Lehigh Valley get that box of gifts. Well, the way we do this event is we'll gather together at 6 p.m. on December 1st at the building next door to our office. They have a community room with tables and chairs, and we're going to do it there this year um, because I think it'll work a little easier for us and we can all be together in the same room. But we ask you to sign up to come because I'm going to order dinner, and that way we have enough food for everyone. The dinner will come from the Daily Grind and Bath. Ooh. It's good stuff. Sandwiches and salad. I'll make dessert, and maybe we'll have some wine. It'll be nice. So, And there's going to be a... Special surprise that night. That's right. A special kind of dessert and celebration. Yeah, yes. don't, don't, don't tip your hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, what we do is ask you to sign up to come and then bring something we can put into the boxes. So maybe you sign up to bring like 12 boxes of markers or a dozen uh, scarves or, you know, something like mm-hmm. that. There's a list of ideas. And you bring your item, and everybody combines your items, and we wrap boxes, and then we take a shoebox, and we basically go shopping <laughs> and pick up stuff from the table to make an assortment of goodies for the shoeboxes. And then we'll donate them to the Holiday Hope Chest effort. 
Last year, we did this and packed 51 boxes, and that far exceeded my goal. I think I pledged like 25 mm-hmm. or something, and we um, put together 51, and it was a nice big pile of gifts, and we were really happy to— What's your goal this year? Um, I just want to beat it. I want to beat 51. You want to beat 51, so your yeah. goal is 52 or more? Yes. Do we need boxes? Uh, yes. So that's the—if you can't come, um, another way you could help would be to donate empty shoeboxes, donate— wrapping paper, donate little gifts that we can use that night. So if you can't be there but you still want to contribute to the cause, you can drop off any of those things to our office before that day and we'll use them. And if you're not sure what you might get and you still want to be part of it, there's a couple other things you can do. You can drop off a contribution. Yep. And we'll do the shopping. Yep. And you can do that Monday through Friday, normal business hours at the More Than Money World headquarters. And you can keep us in your prayers. Yes, please. Very, very good. Um, all the details are on our website. Outstanding. Banner at the top. Click the link and the sign-up sheet's there. Or you can email or call me if you want to talk about it. But I would love to see some new faces there. We already have a group forming, a lot of returnees. It's a great time, and I'd love to see some new people join us. So you're welcome to, to come. Outstanding. Outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. So December 1st, circle the date. And then if you're um, if you're too full of all the the good fun that night you'll just sleep over because december 3rd two days later yeah we're gonna have wine we're not gonna have that much wine but no. if you're still there two days later you and i are gonna have a, a talk we're gonna have a conversation because <laughs> this is issued uh december 3rd is our uh, um chanta claus event our live event for the children's home of easton uh, the drive around, bring your kids, bring your puppies, lots of Duke's Delight treats for the puppies, lots of Duke's Delight treats for certain of the kids, because some of those kids are animals. I'll tell you right now. They're just animal. I, no, I'm kidding. Come on. Treats for the kids, treats for you. Your opportunity to help the Children's Home of Easton. You'll circle the building. You'll wave to Alyssa and Jean as we do our live radio show. Um uh, Dawn's little boy Johnny will be here in the uh, yeah. in the studio, making sure that it goes out over the airwaves just as they sh- as it should. So we'll uh, circle both dates, December first, December third. We'll get you squared away. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We go to the phones. We talk to George. George, good morning. Hey, good morning. Uh, do you got me? Yep. You can you hear me? Hello, can oh, I hear you? <laughs> oh, seriously. <laughs> uh, I love your show. I listen to it whenever I possibly can, and um, you are the ultimate guru. I mean, you are fantastic with your knowledge oh, and easy, George. blah 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 blah. Easy, blah, blah. George. Easy. He had a. He, <laughs> he did. He did way better when he hit the blah blah blah. The ultimate oh, guru. I think I might hear that a couple more times this coming week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have that embroidered on my underwear. I think the ego just increased by like ten thousand bucks. <laughs> but anyway, uh, to make a long story short, too late. Hey, uh, uh, I, I'm a nobody. I have nothing going on. I just started a, a job, and um, basically, um, you know, I'm, I'm new in the uh, investment field, and uh, I'm older. I'm an older person. What do you recommend for someone who's in their early to mid-50s that are saying, okay, now I got to retire at a certain, you know, with a certain amount of money and blah, you know, once again, blah, blah, blah. 
what do you do with us in this field? Because there's a hell of a lot of us in this field. There's no question about that, George. I think I got the idea behind your question. So if you're starting a little bit later and you want to start investing and you want to make sure that you have at least a good shot at a uh, healthy retirement, the first things you're going to look at are your retirement opportunities, the retirement plan opportunities. If you've got a job that offers a 401k, that is a great opportunity to reduce your income taxes and build your investments for retirement. It's fantastic. Automatic payroll deduction. It's an opportunity that you have to look at very very carefully. If you don't have a 401k where you work, then the next thing you need to look at is an IRA. An IRA would allow you to put away dollars, again, tax deductibly. If you're over 50, I think this year you can do $7,000, and you put that into a fund. Uh, if you're needing assistance, a financial advisor can give you some uh, tips just in literally five or six minutes of some uh, mutual funds, perhaps, or exchange-traded funds that you know, diversify your investments immediately so you're not putting all your eggs in one basket. Lots of good opportunities to get your, your feet wet, get a good foundation put underneath you. And then, of course, the key going forward is going to be to be consistent. If you're in the 401k, stay in the 401k. Keep putting those dollars in uh, through the ups and downs of the market. And that'll give you a great opportunity to get an, on average, a, pr a pretty good uh, investment base. And of course, if you've got the uh, the four hundred one k and your income limits allow, do both the four hundred one k and the IRA. That would give you the maximum benefit. But those are the two places that I would have you start. Look at very, very carefully. Particularly if your employer is cooperative, you're going to get a real leg up and save some income taxes along the way. Happy Thanksgiving to George. Happy Thanksgiving to Michael, who called earlier as we come to our first uh, half hour break. Um, we say happy Thanksgiving to all of you. And uh, we are very grateful. We are very thankful that you're part of our Saturday mornings. Uh, we're very thankful that uh, Dawn's little boy, Johnny, is uh, up in the game on the bumper music so that Alyssa stays awake she gets a little jam, gets her dance groove on, <laughs> and then comes back and gives you amazingly insightful and intelligent answers to your question. She's got skills, folks. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at AskMTM.com. MoreThanMoneyOnline.com. Back after this on More Than Money. How you gonna do it if you really don't wanna dance by standing on the wall? Dawn's little boy, Johnny, just made Diane, if that is her real name, very happy. <laughs> Eagles are her jam. So anything Eagles. Great song. It is a great song. It's the long run. Please. 
I was I was trying to figure out the connection. Like you said, it was you were inspired, but I I didn't. No, he said he was perspired. It's very warm oh, over there. Oh. The uh, board Ew. throws off a lot of heat. <laughs> I'm gonna just... come over on John's side. <laughs> 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 oh goodness! Welcome back to More Than Money six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We had two interesting questions in the first half hour. We're looking for more interesting questions in this half hour segment. So you've got 23 minutes to be interesting or we'll make it interesting. Mm, One sure. way or the you ask the question, we'll take care. Exactly. Our job is to make it interesting. 610-720-7900. Alyssa at askmtm.com. And uh, morethanmoneyonline.com. Happy Thanksgiving in advance. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. Whether it's turkey or ham or spam, it doesn't matter. Get everybody together. Be very grateful. Make a list. Make a list. I'll bet if I'll bet your carpal tunnel kicks in before you run out of things to be grateful <laughs> for. I'll bet. That's just that's just my guess. But I'll bet I'd be right. Uh, our newsletter is on the street, so. Uh, Pick them up. You're not supposed to litter. That's so weird. All right. That <clears throat> was a stretch. Uh, <laughs> Invest in You is a wonderful event. It's happening December 1st. Wonderful opportunity to get together with some like-minded people who are also grateful. And they want to give some young folks who don't have a lot to be grateful for at the moment a little hope. That box is a box of hope. So if you want to be part of that, join us on December 1st. If you can't make it December 1st, drop by the office between now and then. Drop off some uh, items that you might want in those boxes. Drop off some contributions that you might allow us to use and go out and uh, acquire things that we can put into those boxes and, uh, and celebrate on December 1st. It is a women's only event, <laughs> but there's a rumor it's just a rumor that uh, this one's a little a little more special than normal. Mm. And there may be an appearance. There may be. Now, speaking of an appearance, uh, Chance Claus will be with us on December 3rd. So circle that on your calendar. Uh, we do our event in the morning so it doesn't interfere with all of your other holiday plans. The holidays get so busy. Oh, my goodness. Lots of things to do. Lots of places to be. But uh, the morning hours of December 30th, or December 30th, December 3rd, uh, at the More Than Money World Headquarters, we've got Chanticlaus, we've got Mrs. Claus, we've got the elves. Is there going to be a reindeer this year? Wasn't there a reindeer last year? Didn't she? Juliana was a Christmas tree. She was a Christmas tree, that's right. Is there going to be a Christmas tree? I don't know. Uh, Maybe that's get out of bed, surprise. for gosh sake. Come on. Um, and Murphy can be a reindeer. Oh, Murphy be a great reindeer. <laughs> uh, uh, offer Murphy some Duke's delights, and um, we'll we'll get him there. So, um, please He's circle those dates. Uh, <clears throat> well, or an ox. Um, boy, he is just powerfully built. Goodness he really gracious. is. He's a very strong, strong dog. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Uh, let's take an email. Sure. This says, good afternoon. I just, to, it's morning. I, I just tuned into your program more than money for the first time and heard the tail end of a conversation by you concerning Wells Fargo. 
It seemed you had some concerns about Wells Fargo, although I may have missed hearing exactly how you felt. Have they had some operational difficulties other than the accounts opened by their agents without the customer's approval? Minor issue. Would you kindly share that with us as we do bank at Wells Fargo, mostly just a personal checking account? Thank you. Ay, ay, ay. Um, okay. <laughs> Wells Fargo, um, if you wish to understand the depths of their of my concern and the depths of their challenges, Google Wells Fargo legal problems or Google Wells Fargo fines paid um, because you will find a financial institution that, yes, as the emailer alludes to a number of years ago, got caught where their uh, advisors, the financial advisors, were uh, setting up accounts without the knowledge of their clients. Um, Wells Fargo had a compensation system that said the more accounts you open, the more we'll pay you. So uh, not one or two, but a lot of Wells Fargo financial advisors said, hmm, makes sense to me. I'll just start setting up accounts. Uh, Did they have client signatures? No. Was it several hundred accounts? How about tens of thousands? Wow. So if uh, being able to trust your bank is important to you, that may cause you some concern. If, uh, as this person is, all that you are doing there is a simple checkbook, Mm -hmm. it is unlikely that you will have a problem. It is unlikely that you will have something that will um, uh, throw you a curveball. Unlikely. Uh, It it doesn't mean you're going to get great service. We have uh, a fair number of clients who have Wells Fargo accounts who have expressed uh, mm, frustration with the lack of service. On the investment side, the fines and and the legal woes will speak for themselves. You will read about millions and millions and millions of dollars of fines. So uh, when we meet with a prospective client and they say we're currently with Wells Fargo, it's it's time for a big sigh for two reasons. Number one, likely the result hasn't been very good. And number two, Um, The process of moving from Wells Fargo to somewhere else is, uh, it's always harder than it needs to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are hundreds and hundreds of firms out there that we transfer funds from all year long. And we won't have even a blip. Mm -hmm. And yet, then you see Wells Fargo and you go, hey, yay, yay. So, um, does that mean you shouldn't keep your bank account there? That's up to you. Uh, do your research, you read the information, you draw your own conclusions. Uh, would I have an account there? I wouldn't. Um, but uh, gosh, I'm not sure. I'm the litmus test. I'm a financial advisor. We have our own <laughs> relationships, so I wouldn't be going there anyway. Uh, but just based on if if there are, I'm picking a number, there are way more than this number, but if there are a dozen financial uh, institutions that you can deal with, and 11 of them have uh, little or no real regulatory problems. Why Why would you go to number 12? (laughs) Why would you do that? I don't understand. Uh, You have the option. Now, do I understand that it's a real pain in the tuchus to change accounts? Yes. It's a pain. I get that. But, again, um, you'll do the research. You'll read the Google reports. Uh, You'll see what they got pinched for. 
and you'll decide if that bothers you or not. That's right. So pretty straightforward. Okay. 610-720-7900. Speaking of straightforward, mm-hmm. um, what's the opposite of straightforward? Um, uh, backward. Um, complicated. Complicated uh, backward. Flying <laughs> under, under the radar. Straight. Uh, uh, crooked backward. Ba- back and to their left. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, speaking of back and to the left, uh, cryptocurrencies which from the very first moment they appeared on uh, the scene, we've gotten a fair number of questions, a fair Mm. number of inquiries, Mm -hmm. lots of people curious, hey, is this the wave of the future? And uh, we have been consistently, consistently um, concerned, dubious, uh, questioning the entire cryptocurrency arena. Um, It was reported two days ago that there was um, a day earlier this year where the cryptocurrency environment, the environment, the entire cryptocurrency, people say cryptocurrency, you mean Bitcoin? No, Bitcoin is one cryptocurrency. There are thousands. The entire uh, uh, cryptocurrency environment one day earlier this year lost, lost, are you sitting down? Lost, take a deep breath, buckle in. $242 $242, million, uh, $242 billion in one day, in one day. Uh, not many months ago, Bitcoin, as an example, was well over $60,000 a coin. And as of yesterday, it was $16,000 a coin. Is that bad? Let me think. <laughs> I used to have $60 and now I have $16. Hmm. I used to have, uh, I used to have $60,000. Now I have $16,000. Hmm. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to need a calculator to decide whether that was a good investment or a bad investment. What makes it more egregious? Thank you very much. What a vocabulary. I love that word, actually. I, uh, I do use it pretty often. Nice. Well, I'm a very good influence. I know. Uh, what makes it more egregious is that back in January, as inflation started to re- really roar, Uh, Cryptocurrencies across the country were on every media outlet that would give them voice, which is every media outlet because they're all a bunch of hoes, were inflation. Crypto is your best bet to fight inflation. Forget gold. Forget silver. That's that's old school. That's that's so last year. It's crypto that's going to protect you. And all it has done is drop like a rock. Now, interestingly enough, that does not make them completely worthless as financial observers because they did mention that silver and gold were old school. Hmm. High inflation. What has silver and gold done this year? Like nothing. Like nothing. If anything, they're down a bit. Mm -hmm. So the traditional, so to speak, uh, investments that would respond favorably to inflation, silver and gold have not done well. And what are considered to be the cutting edge ways to avoid inflation. Yeah, took it in the shorts, which is a technical term they teach uh, in the financial arena, which means they did not do well. I think that's going to be on my exam on Tuesday. Yeah, took it in the shorts. Yeah. Exactly. When a investment over an 18 month period shows a net decline. Is it a taking it in the short 
<laughs> B, an inflation hedge. Uh, there's one question I know I'll get right. Yeah, and here's another question. Um, FTX, uh, it's a cryptocurrency exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, a 30-year-old wunderkind, uh, which is a media term for, he's so young, but we think he's amazing, who had a hyphenated last name. As far as I'm concerned, as soon as I see a hyphenated last name, that tells me everything I need to know. Oh my God. Uh, it's Everything I need it's to know. It's not his fault. Oh, oh, it is his fault. He's 30 years old. At some point, you go, hey, mom, dad, I know that you guys were all woke. And that, oh, gosh, we had to, I am the product of two family <laughs> DNA lines. But I'm a grown adult now. I just just call me Billy, for God's sakes. Just go um, with one name, like Madonna. Like, exactly. Well, yeah, in his case, Sam, Sam the loser. Um <laughs> Declaring uh, bankruptcy after it's been discovered that a number of things were insanely wrong that he was doing. What a shock! A thirty-year-old making mistakes. Ah, oh, I'm 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 beside myself. Which it's getting a little crowded in here because I'm beside myself. That you'll figure that out later on. You, when you're driving out later, you'll go. Oh wait a second, I got that. Um, made huge mistakes. One of the huger mistakes he made. Huger again being. A technical term. It's a technical term within the finance community. This is such an education. Um, was he took a whole lot of his investor money, mm-hmm. forty million plus. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he gave it to the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. It, excuse me. Uh, oh, and then he took um, mm-hmm. reputedly a billion dollars of investor money and gave it to his own hedge fund. Huh? He made some simple errors in judgment. Hey, that $40 million that went to the Democrats, I want it back. Uh, they've interviewed two or three, and they've gone, oh, we, yeah, we don't want that money. We're going to donate it to charity. That's not up to you. This is a criminal investigation. Give it back to the bankrupt corporation so they can give it back to the people they stole it from, uh, Bart, that they invested. <laughs> hmm. Again, what a lot, hot lots, mess. That's also it is a, technical a hot term. mess. Exactly. It's no, that's that's D, all of the above. Hot mess. Mm-hmm. Welcome to cryptocurrency. Wow. Thank you so very much. 610 720 7900. Gene at askmtm.com. More Shall we? Sure. Here's another email we received. It says, I have a question regarding a promissory note that I have with my mother for a mortgage. The note has a self-canceling clause upon her death. I believe I heard on your show that all assets can have a beneficiary, and if the note is an asset for mom, would having me listed as a beneficiary be a better option? Mom is 96 and living in an assisted living facility, and I'm renting the home I am buying from her to other family members. Please let me know if you need more information. Okay, so um, this is interesting. Um, there are some potential flies in the ointment here, and there is significant misunderstanding on the part of this individual on what was said on the show and what he needs to know or she needs to know, he or she, to does it say he he needs to know relative to his relationship with his mom okay um the first is no you not all assets can have beneficiaries right it's not the proper uh approach the uh reality is that many assets 
Many, many assets can be set up with beneficiaries. Many can be set up with what you and I would consider to be the equivalent of beneficiaries, Mm -hmm. whether it's a payable on death, whether it's a transfer on death, whether it's an entrust for, those are in many ways um, the effective equivalent of beneficiaries. Right. But many assets cannot be, best example is your home. You cannot set up a beneficiary for your home. Nope. Uh, if you hold a mortgage, you can't set up a beneficiary for a mortgage as this is a, he's calling it a self-canceling note. We'll talk about that here in a moment. Uh, but setting that up as a beneficiary, the answer is no. Uh, can it be placed into a trust that names a beneficiary? The answer is yes. Can your home be set up in joint ownership? The answer is yes. And when I say joint ownership, it doesn't reference cannabis at all. It means that the two of us own something together and at your passing, it becomes mine automatically. Now he's uh, interested from an estate standpoint. Let's talk about self-canceling. Self-canceling says, uh, Alyssa lent me a hundred grand. I am paying her back as he is paying mom. Mm-hmm. At her death, whatever the balance is on that mortgage that note that I owe her goes to zero. It's self-canceling. When she is canceled, the note is canceled. As a result, that note is no longer of any value. Mm -hmm. So he does not need to be the beneficiary. He does not want to be the beneficiary. There's nothing to be the beneficiary of. It will go to zero. As a result, it will not be in her estate. So again, using my example, I borrow hundred grand, I pay back ten, my balance is ninety, Alyssa passes away, my I now owe her estate nothing. Her estate pays no estate taxes because there's no value in the asset. I, on the other hand, in my opinion, I would certainly run this by Diane, if that is her real name, uh, in our tax division. I think he's got a taxable event. In most cases, when you have a forgiveness of a debt, the IRS considers that income. Hmm. In most cases, if you borrow money from the bank, you borrow the same hundred grand, you owe 90, and you get into a real pickle, and the bank agrees with you, you are not able to pay this back. We're going to cancel the mortgage we're going to it's not forgiving but we're we're going to we're going to cancel the mortgage you no longer owe us 90,000 bucks the IRS says you just made 90 grand mm. and you have to pay income tax on it so in most cases if you think that you've gotten off scot free by the way this this misguided student loan forgiveness program mm-hmm. um they specifically put into the process which has now been halted by a federal judge because it's unconstitutional, but they specifically put in a process that it would not be considered income. So they were trying to, um, they were trying to hose a whole lot of people, including the IRS. But bottom line is in this gentleman's particular case, if my uh, demonstration numbers were true, a hundred thousand borrowed, $90,000 balance, mom passes away, I think he has to declare $90,000 as income in the year she passes away. Okay. Yuck. Yeah, it is pretty yucky. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Um, the fact that he's renting the house out that he's buying, I don't think has any real uh, bearing on the situation. No. Uh, no. Okay. Did I miss anything? I don't think so. Okay. Outstanding. 610-720-7900. Let's go to the phones. We talked to Roy. Roy, good morning. How you doing, uh, Gene and, and Alyssa? Yeah. Good morning. Hey, um, I was wondering. I I heard on the news that there's a pilot program for uh, digital currency that's being tested by the uh, federal government. If you, is that true? And 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 if so, what are the implications for for investors? That you or me? Uh, I, I can I can start off by Go. saying Go that um, there was a bill signed that um, the president it was an executive order. Mm -hmm. The president wants our government to research this um, because he doesn't want the United States to be behind other countries that are already working on developing such a thing. Um, so that and I, I've heard some people concerned about mm. other pieces of that order that suggest privacy invasion and mm. things with your, you know, what your money and your transactions. And that's pretty much the extent of what I know about it. So if well, you can elaborate. Not yet. You've, you've covered the basics very, very well. You're absolutely right. It is an executive order. It does not declare digital currency. It says, hey, we want to investigate this. Digital currency is of a form of cryptocurrency. It's of a form. It's not the same, but it's of a form. Uh, digital currency is backed by the U.S. federal government. It, cryptocurrency is backed by nothing, literally nothing. Uh, it's backed by smoke, mirrors, and mythology. Um, so um, crypto, uh, digital currency would indeed be backed as the U.S. dollar is backed uh, by the federal government. The concern, the very real concern uh, for um, digital currency is the uh, big brother watching you process. The idea that they can, through um, computer monitoring, know exactly w what your digital currency is doing, where you're spending it, where you're not, how much you have, and where to come and get it if they want it. Um, if you had said to me that, that very same concern five years ago, I would have said, ah, come on, we've been hearing about this forever, and big brother watching you, please. It is not five years ago. It is now uh, electronic vehicles um, are being, in essence, mandated by the government. And if they can mandate uh, that you turn your thermostat in your home in California up to 78, or they will disconnect your electric the utilities can monitor the thermostats in your home. And if you are vi in violation of Big Brother's mandate because you want to be cooler than they think you should be because they don't have the electric capacity, they can turn off your electric. What about your cars? If they don't want the populace moving around, can they simply disconnect the grid? The answer is, of course, they can. So if this is – if our federal government currently – is an example of the trustworthiness that we need to exhibit over our money, then I stand foursquare against digital currency until they can prove to me otherwise. Roy, I appreciate the call very much. We are going to a hard break, top of the hour, Fox Network News. 
When we return, we'll take your calls, 610-720-7900. Alyssa will take your emails, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. And Jean is already on hold. We're going to keep her on hold through the break. But we've got more lines available for you. So uh, give Dawn's little boy Johnny a call. We'll get you on hold, and we'll take your calls after this on More Than Money. For all of you, we want the good Lord to be with you. Read a, just finished a great book by Max Licato. I know Max has written a thousand books. It's the first book of his I ever read. It's it's about the Holy Spirit. Mm. Fascinating and wonderful and uplifting. And can't wait to share that with uh, my good friend Michael. I know he'll like that. So, um, gosh, we need uh, uh, we need as much guidance as we can get. The world needs as much guidance as we can get. That's true. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Yes. I just want to take a second. We have a, we have a caller waiting for us. Yes. But before we pick up the phone, please. I would like to wish my dad a happy birthday. Oh, nice. Yes, today is dad's birthday, and we're gonna celebrate on Thanksgiving with birthday cake. But I hope you have a happy birthday, dad. Is is the ice cream cake you're gonna make? Is that the birthday cake? Um, I actually I'm not sure about that. It, it might be. I don't know if my if my mom had another cake in mind. She didn't mention that, so it might Does, be. He doesn't have like a traditional um, for my birthday. I want. Um, there's been different requests like over the years, mm. like you know, kind of what he's in the mood for. He does really love the double layer pumpkin pie that I'm making, so mm-hmm. we could put a candle in that. It, although... Well, my daughter Alyssa, who will be home from West Virginia in uh, for Thanksgiving, I'm very excited. She's coming home Tuesday night we found out so we get a almost a full extra day with her so that's fantastic her phd studies and her teaching keeping her really really busy the fact that we get to see her at all puts a smile on everybody's face her birthday cake since she was probably seven or eight wet bottom shoe fly Mm, pie good choice oh it's a great choice and diane if that is her real name happens to make Maybe the best on the planet. <laughs> Maybe the best. And Diane has, um, Alyssa has, uh, uh, what, uh, confirmed best on the planet. So you got, you got it. So happy birthday to your dad. Thanks. He's just a kid. He's yeah, young. He is. He's, uh, he, you and your mom. I mean, junior high, I think that's a little young. I really do. I, think, <laughs> I mean, nowadays, uh, but, but back then, I guess that was pretty normal. Well, what are you going to do? <laughs> Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We go to the phones. We talk to Jean. Jean, good morning. Good morning. I don't know if I get a vote or not, but I'd like an ice cream cake for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well. And you can customize it, Jean. You pick your ice cream flavors. You pick your your candies. Oh wow, it's stuff. getting better and yeah, better. Yeah, you give me a call or send me an email. I can make that happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I have a question. I'd like to set money aside for my four daughters-in-law, but I don't want to put it in my will. 
what options do I have? Like, I was thinking, well, I could get a CD. But if I decide to die before uh, <laughs> the CD uh, matures, that money would go back into my estate, wouldn't it? I mean, no, I can't do like not. a transfer on death. Oh, you can. Absolutely you can. Oh, really? Oh, yes, Gene. You're going to be uh, mm-hmm. very, very happy that you called this morning because exactly what you want to do is what you can do. Uh, you can set up a CD of basically any amount that you wish and uh-huh. name your four daughters-in-law. What, what a lovely thing you're doing. Uh, as as the uh, transfer on death designees. And when you pass, even if the CD has not yet matured, uh, assets that are owned in uh, by a decedent uh, are considered matured at that point. And those four young ladies would split whatever money is in there directly. It would not be in your will. It would not go through probate. Oh, uh, that's Perfect. It absolutely is perfect. So uh, work with your bank on doing that. And, of course, if, mm-hmm. they, if they give you any kind of, um, gosh, they're not sure, they're not, hey, I don't know how to do this, you just <laughs> let us know. We'll, we'll make sure that we can walk them through or we can help you set up that account as well. Wonderful. I would still control the CD. A hundred percent. And I'm still about, it's still mine to deal with. Is that correct? Perfect. You understand it exactly right. Wonderful. I'm so glad I called. Thank you very much. Uh, you're very welcome, Gene. God bless you. <laughs> and you too. Bye now. Okay. 610-720-7900. It's the best. It really is. <laughs> yeah, when you can make somebody that happy. She's trying to help other people. Yeah. She wants to do this wonderful thing. Daughters, you know, she said daughters-in-law. So yeah. clearly she's pretty happy that her son's married good women. <laughs> yeah. Which... Men, we're not even housebroken. I mean, it's really bad. Thank God for women. Really, seriously. We, if it were up Amen. to men, we would live in caves, and then when they filled up with garbage, we would move to another cave. I mean, we're just not. We're just not. Thank God for women. What a wonderful thing she's That's doing. Sweet. And to make her happy. Yeah. Ooh. Now, I, now I have That's lots why of we reasons. Do this. Exactly. Now, John, he's giving away birds for Thanksgiving. We're making people happy. So 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Chuck. Chuck, good morning. Oh, how do you do? Uh, as I was telling your, your screener there, I have a second home that my grandson lives in at the present time, and I'd like to actually turn it over to him. Now, what is the difference? I know I could, could somehow, uh, you know, gift it to him, but I often see where people sell something for a dollar to a relative. What, what's the difference between doing that and the advantage one way or the other? Yeah, there really isn't, Chuck. Uh, giving uh, the house directly or selling it for a dollar is, in effect, exactly the same thing. Most deed transfers are not legal unless there is what in the legal profession they call consideration. And consideration, even though you would say, a dollar isn't very much compared to the value of the home. It doesn't have to be very much. Uh, the IRS will look at this and say, you have made a gift, and I'm going to pick a number out of thin air and say the home is worth $100,000. You sold it to him for a buck. It is now his. You have made a gift of $100,000 to your grandson. You will likely 
uh, want to file a gift tax return, it's one piece of paper along with your tax return. It's very easily done. You will pay no tax with this gift. Your grandson will pay no income tax receiving the gift. It's just um, uh, paperwork and, and, and again, easily done. Uh, no worries whatsoever. But as far as, as what you're saying, uh, just have it as a gift. Don't worry about the dollar or what's the No, difference? no, no. You're going to, when you, uh, you're going to need an attorney to help you with the transfer to prepare the deed, right. et cetera. Right. I'm certain the attorney will counsel you to name a dollar so that it's a, a completed okay. transaction. It'll be easy. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome, that. Chuck. God bless you, sir. Thank you. 610-720-7900. Thanksgiving coming up. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. We hope it's filled with family and with friends. Um, we are so excited that, uh, that Zach and Alyssa and Andrew and Juliana are joining us. It is, it's, I mean, it's wonderful. We get to work together, go to church together, have Thanksgiving together. <laughs> Alyssa's getting more and more uncomfortable. Um, I'm just thinking, you know, my mom's like, I'm pretty sure she told me I, they were coming for, for dinner. Getting, getting what, a, why does he keep saying he that? Saying that, just, it's getting awkward. I just, but he's, we do appreciate the invitation. He's, he's, he's my boss, mom. I, I, I mean, how, how much do you pay me, mom? <laughs> Seriously, check with dad. Am I still on the payroll? <laughs> Yeah, we'll have to have a talk about that. Exactly. Um, plus, you've got ice cream cake. They could call mom, dad, if you want to call <laughs> and talk about this with Gene. <laughs> if, Give them the number, Gene. <laughs> screw that. Tell them to come along. <laughs> we're, we're of the opinion, the more the merrier. All right. There's rumors. There's a lot more Rumors. Do you want to hear the rumors? Okay. Mojitos. Oh, okay. That's the rumor. Mojitos and pina coladas. <laughs> Mom, are you making mojitos? Uh, apparently not. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. She no, has had margaritas at previous holidays, so maybe she'll, you know, when she hears that, step it up. and. Or maybe she'll just say, screw it. We'll go, well, too. <laughs> come on. Come on you let's have, go. You have to have enough for my sister's family and my brother's family. Wow. Look at that. You know, I just remembered. <laughs> uh, I forgot to check with Diane. She, uh, she said uh, you're not invited. Oh, okay. crap. Actually, you are. 610-720-7900. Happy Thanksgiving next week. Indeed, uh, November newsletter is on the uh, on the streets as we speak. If you got it by email, you already got it. If you got it by snail mail, that should be Christmas. You'll be reading that around Christmas time. Invest in you December 1st, Thursday evening. Uh, come and help. Um, uh, what's the group called? Holiday Hope Chest. Holiday Hope Chest. Come and help and set a new record for number of boxes packed. And I think you're going to be happy because there's going to be more than just that going on that night. It's a secret. It's going to happen that night. It's a secret, but it's very exciting. Okay. You're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, December 3rd is our welcome to our More Than Money uh, drive around and Chanta uh, Claus, Mrs. Claus, Elves. Maybe Christmas trees, maybe reindeers. There's just so much going on. It's all evolving as we speak. Uh, and it is a uh, live radio show. Mm -hmm. Duke's Delights uh, for the puppies, uh, gifts for the kids, and uh, your chance to help us with Children's Home of Easton. We would very much appreciate your help. That's uh, the culmination of our radiothon for them. And uh, last year we did so well. You guys are so incredibly generous. 
uh, and we helped so many kids. It was my first time, um, my first time going to the Children's Home of Easton holiday party. Oh yeah, that's right. You were you wanted to take some kids home. Oh, <laughs> I did. I just. Um, if you've heard Gunther talk about it, you know that it's very, very special. If you've heard it on air, you know it's very, very special. But if you haven't been there, as I had not, you can't get your head around how incredible it truly is from literally toddlers, toddlers, to um, young men and women in college because they have that support, that continuing support. So you see a table full of toys for toddlers. And then you see a table full of dishware and tools Mm -hmm. and the kinds of things that a young person starting out in life need. Yeah. And, and, and everything in between. And, like, and you know, a, t- a toaster is on their wish Exactly. List. Yeah. Microwave. Yeah. Um, those, the, again, those kind the, the basics, mm-hmm. curtains and towel sets and the kinds of things that start you out in life, um, w- with, with dignity and with a, with a little sense of home, um, because they're going from the children's home to their own homes. It, it was remarkable. And Alyssa is absolutely right. Uh, I spent, the vast majority of my time there just entranced by uh, a young boy. And as it turned out, his sister who were so incredibly appreciative of each and every gift. Cause sadly we've all seen the kids where they can't rip the paper off fast enough. They look at it, they throw it in the corner and go, what's next? Give me another one. Give right. me another one. And these little ones were going, I can't believe there's another one. And all they wanted to do when they opened each one was to just sit and and appreciate it and and look at this and well, there's more, but they 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 were in no hurry whatsoever. And I turned to the director and I said, "I'll make a phone call. I see if my wife is willing to be a mom again." <laughs> and she said, "That's a wonderful thought. It's already taken care of. So it is a beautiful, beautiful thing if you." can help we would much appreciate it 610-720-7900 we go to the phones we talked to gary gary good morning uh yeah gene I, I you just mentioned that uh you could put a paid on death on a cd and it wouldn't go through probate or the estate uh how would that affect the uh, inheritance tax it's included for inheritance tax purposes even assets that don't go through probate are still in, considered by the state of Pennsylvania as taxable to the estate. Yep. Uh, there's no federal tax, uh, but there would be state inheritance tax, and that would be based on a chart. It's much lower uh, rate if it goes to a direct descendant, a family member, and it's a much higher rate if it goes to someone who's unrelated. Very good. Thank you very much. Uh, you're very welcome. God bless. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. We'll go back to the phones. We'll talk to Pat. Pat, good morning. Uh, good morning. Um, thanks for taking the call. Sure. I have a question. Roth IRA conversion. Is there a, a time where it doesn't make sense to do a conversion? Can I give you a scenario real quick? Sure. Fifty-eight years old. Let's use one IRA. It's about a two hundred thousand dollar value. What? How do they work out? The, the tax on the conversion is it your tax bracket or is there does it make sense or did i is it too late 
in my investing life. Well, it does. Um, the tax you owe on the conversion is based on your income tax bracket. So it's at your income tax rate. So if you're earning a lot right now, if you're still working and you're in a higher tax bracket, that might dissuade you from doing a conversion now. Whereas if you're planning to retire soon and your tax bracket will be lower, it will cost you less in taxes to convert it later. Um, so that is one consideration. One, Let's just say, for example, you are going to have a pension and Social Security, and you don't need the money in your IRA to pay your bills and to live on, that might be an example of where, hey, it's not too late to convert it at your age because then it preserves those assets in the Roth IRA where there are no required minimum distributions and you can keep the money in there instead of needing to take it out once you turn 72. So it really does depend on your situation, but those are some things to think about. Uh, Higher tax rate now versus lower in a couple of years. One other reason on the flip side to think about doing it now versus later is your IRA assets are probably depreciated because the market's down this year. Um, So you can convert a larger portion of your account now uh, while it's worth less than you can when it's up in value. So there's a lot of issues to weigh. It's not a real clear-cut answer, but hopefully that answers some of your questions about the mechanics. Yeah, And Pat, there's there's one more uh, to make it as complicated (laughs) as I possibly can. You, you, You don't have to convert all of it in one slice. So you've got pick a number 200 grand at 58. If you just pick the number again, 10 years, I want to convert one tenth of this every year over the next 10 years. You would be adding about 20 grand this year, and that may not push you into a higher tax bracket, where if you converted the entire amount, 200 grand, it would push you into a higher bracket. So if you've got a professional tax preparer that you work with, that's a person that I would start with to sit and compare, do a projection. Hey, if I convert 20, if I I convert 30, how does that affect me? Uh, We do that often for our MTM clients uh, where they're, they're looking at their tax bracket and how much can they convert and stay in a low bracket. And lots of them are finding they can convert 15, 20, 30,000 dollars and stay in the 15 percent bracket, and they're very happy about that. Uh, so those are the kind of things you need to evaluate before you make your final decision. One thing is the, is the conversion based on the, the value of the RRA at the time of conversion, or is it a cost basis? Like, or is it just the value? of that RRA at the time of conversion. I mean, if the cost basis was 50,000 let's say and it's, you know, a 25-year RRA and it's growing to 200,000, is the tax implication on the conversion based on the cost basis or like the actual value of the RRA? And the other the other question is, can you plan can you forecast if you can forecast as a taxpayer that I can get myself into a lower tax bracket, let's say, a year from now. Mm. You know, uh, is that a strategy that maybe you tried to do? Like, I'm in a, this tax bracket right now. Next year, maybe I will not, I could possibly maneuver some things that I'm in a much lower tax bracket. Is that something to consider or is this uh, yeah, not Pat, a good idea? Pat, the answer to your two questions are, one, 
It's the market value on the day you do the conversion. Your cost basis has nothing to do with it. And number two, yes, if you can create a strategy where your tax bracket is going to be lower in a particular year and you can convert more, absolutely you want to look at that. So those two answers hopefully are going to help you a little bit. 610-720-7900. We say thanks to Pat and happy Thanksgiving and God bless him. It's a complicated consideration. You got to sit down, it, go it, through the numbers. There's a lot of stuff to consider. Absolutely. 610-720-7900. We go to the phones. We talk to Jim. Jim, good morning. Good morning, Gene. Yes, I have a question. Uh, I have heard that recently, by recently, I mean within the last several years, legislation had changed the priority of payments when a bank goes insolvent and the, uh, the the owner of the account was pretty much put in last place. Do you know anything about that? And is that true? Uh, if the account is an FDIC insured account, that is not true. If the account is a savings account, checking account, typical bank account that uh, is falls under the $250,000 of FDIC insurance, then if a bank goes insolvent, it has no bearing on the value of those accounts at all. Uh, the account holders will get all of their money back through the FDIC uh, insurance. So uh, the only way that what you're describing would be the case would be if not a, as an account holder in the bank, but as a shareholder in the bank. If you were to buy shares in We'll pick on Wells Fargo. Hey, I own shares in Wells Fargo, and they go under. You have no protection whatsoever. You will lose your money. But if you're an account holder at Wells Fargo and they go under, you're protected by FDIC. Okay. Now, the shareholder, that would be any any equity. It wouldn't just be bank equities, but anyone, correct? Oh, absolutely. You can have shares in uh, Microsoft. Microsoft goes under. You lose your money. So, yes, as an equity holder, uh, you're, you're an owner. And if the ownership goes under, like FTX is uh, declaring uh, um, a Chapter 11, if it ends up that they never come out of that and they, they go to zero, everybody that owns shares in FTX has now wallpaper that they can put up, but have they have no value. Okay. And could I also comment on what you were mentioning about FTX earlier? Sure. Um, yeah, uh, you know, just uh, you you pointed it out, but I just wanted to make sure that people understood that there is almost no relationship between cryptocurrency and digital uh, CBDC, uh, central bank digital currency. They they're opposite. The uh, the, the digital the cryptocurrency is a really a private thing, and some of them are really private, like Monero, and uh, CBDC is totally not private. The government knows every penny you go to you go to the drugstore and buy a pack of gum. They know you bought that pack of gum, and so um, you know they're really on opposite directions as far as if you're worried about privacy. Mm. Indeed, just want to let that know. Jim, thank appreciate you. it very much. Uh, All right, thank you. Have a great Thanksgiving and God bless. Uh, just to be clear, um, to add one more point to Jim's issue about privacy. Um, yes, crypto was designed to be off the grid. Mm -hmm. It is money that no one knows about. And that was true for about 15 minutes. And then the IRS went, wait a second. We can get some money out of this. <laughs> and now they have placed a toggle switch, a checkbox on every tax return that says, you own any crypto? 
<laughs> and if you say yes, you have to report it. And if you say no, and you really do own crypto, that's called tax evasion. And you go to federal prison. Oopsie. Oopsie. Yes. Uh, we have an email, a follow-up to the topic we discussed earlier, the email we received about the self-canceling note. Sure. Um, this person asks, in the scenario of the self-canceling loan you previously talked about, would it avoid taxes if it was a named item in the will and the person who owes the money inherited the loan? In that case, it seems to me the borrower inherits the loan, which is not taxable, and the only tax due would be the inheritance tax. Is my thinking correct? Um, guess that that could work. It sounds logical. And the reason I'm talking slowly is because I'm not an attorney. And you would absolutely want to consult with a trusted, experienced estate attorney before you relied on that idea to avoid the tax. Sounds logical to me. Hey, mom's got this mortgage. She, in essence, bequeaths it. What a funny word. Uh, to the son who owes it. Right. He now owns his own mortgage. Yeah. And and stepped up basis. Um, there, that. Uh, rings a bell to me. I feel like we talked about a situation like that, whether it was on the show or mm. or when I was in a meeting with mm. Keith Stroll. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. I'm remembering someone saying, and I feel like it was Keith, uh, that you can make a loan, like put a loan in your estate plans, mm. in your will, and say that this loan goes to this person. Uh, that Now, the only downside to that would be it would be in the estate. Right. So in my um, scenario, I owe... Borrowed 100, 90, 90 would be subject to 4.5% estate tax. So we would avoid the income tax perhaps on the cancellation of right. the note, but we would gain. Uh, not and, that's, gain. and that's what this gentleman says. It would only be, only in, inheritance tax would be due, not income tax. Oh, only. But it's uh, a lower rate. Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> yeah, you got you to check. Cause, yeah. I mean, his, his son may be in there. Um, Again, trusted, professional, experienced estate planning attorney, trusted, experienced tax advisor, and bumper music. 610-720-7900. We'll take your calls after this on More Than Money. go-go gadget there huh? <laughs> nice nice welcome back you've got more than money you've got Alyssa young your host you've got gene dickerson just tagging along doing the best it can <laughs> just trying to add a little value here and there wherever i can what did that guy call me like i'm the guru of the oh, what i'm not gonna say it yeah you gotta say it ultimate guru ultimate guru of course um <sighs> didn't we have some questions about his questions and uh, 
Maybe yeah. his judgment wasn't yeah. quite. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, thanks so much. That was a little hurtful. Six one zero seven. She finds it so funny. It's hilarious. You're hilarious. Yeah, oh. yeah you're in here, nice and warm. Your daughter's out there freezing. Uh, so, funny story. Okay, so Juliana. You just tell the story. I'll let you know okay. if it's funny. Juliana's playing soccer right now. Yes. And I have an app where they um, we keep track of the score and the sure. time of the game. So I saw that they scored a goal. Nice. And I texted my husband mm. and I said, who scored the goal? Sure. His response to me was, I don't know. It's too cold. <laughs> <laughs> I can't process. And then they scored a second goal. And since I had asked him... The first time it kind of maybe made him snap to attention. He's like, McKenna, 2 0. So go, Kenny. Way to go. They're winning 2 0 in their first of at least three, maybe four games this weekend. Two today, wow. one or two tomorrow. Wow. Tomorrow it'll be me freezing out there. It's his turn today, tomorrow, me. Wow. But anyway, that was funny. I don't know. Bundle it's up. too cold. It's, it's too, too cold, cold for soccer. I agree with that. Yeah. Nothing. No, I won't go to Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, at least we're not in Buffalo. Oh, that's the mantra. That's the mantra for the whole weekend. That's, that's right. the mantra for until it snows here. At least we're not in Buffalo. <laughs> Even when it snows and it's like six inches, at least it's not Buffalo. Oh, I, it, oh, I just got another update, a score update. Oh, 3-0. They're kicking butt today. That's nice. great. Uh, the other team's name is Butt? Their other team's name is Council Rock United You Sharks. said they were kicking butt. What? They're kicking sharks today. It's the... Uh, it's, McKenna again. Uh, oh, that's great. The kicking butt, the Bridgerton United Track and Tennis Club. Play. That's but okay. Six one zero seven two zero seventy nine hundred. Not only do you get the cutting edge, most relevant financial information, you get up to the date sports reports, so, <laughs> live updates, live updates. Um, Cold but live. We got a call before the break from someone who didn't want to be on the air. Okay, but asked John. When your kids or grandkids inherit your home, what are the lawyer fees involved? Um, I believe the standard deed transfer fees would be the only things we'd have to worry about in this case, no? No, sadly not. Um, if you have an attorney that is settling your estate, assisting in settling the estate, um, they get paid, of course. Oh, well, sure. Of course. Okay. Yeah. Um, will... If since it's a direct descendant, will they pay inheritance tax to Pennsylvania? Yes. Uh, will the deed need to be transferred? Yes. Um, are there documentation fees and transfer taxes? Yes. So um, best um, advice I have for this person is we need more specifics, value of the home, the scenario, um, and then Keith can give a, okay. a, a qualified estimate. I, it's um, one of those questions, though. It's like whenever a home changes hands, that stuff has to happen, mm -hmm. and it's not avoidable. So, I mean, I, I I guess if you're curious what the fees are, okay, but it's not necessarily something that— Well, you, no, you're thinking, and I understand why, because you're a financial planner, advisor. I'm planning. I'm strategizing. You're thinking strategy. This person may be— I'm, reading their, their mind, male or female, female. I'm reading her mind okay. from a great distance, um, <laughs> but I'm very good at it. I'm remarkably psychic. I think I know where you're going. Um, she may simply be the kind of person who 
wants to be prepared. Uh-huh. And if it's grandchildren particularly, doesn't want to inconvenience them. Uh-huh. So if she knows that the cost is going to be, I'm picking a number, 10000 bucks, she's going to have that tucked away. Interesting. So that yeah. they're, they're not out of pocket. Okay, cool. Not, not unlike prepaying a funeral. Gotcha. Uh, which, to be blunt, I'm not a big fan of, but many people are, mm-hmm. and particularly people who want to... Check the box. Right. That's taken care of. I don't, my kids don't have to worry about it. My grandkids don't have to worry about it. Yeah. That might very well be the reason for that question. She's a nana. Oh, she's a sweet nana. Nice. I like that. Okay. That's, that's my interpretation. Okay. Thank you. 610-720-7900. The markets did well this week and uh, we have now had a run of nearly seven weeks, October for those of you who have looked at your statements, some of you have decided this year, I'm not looking. <laughs> I'm not looking. Uh, but for those of you who looked at your October statements, you likely, likely saw a nice increase. And when you get your November statement, if this continues through uh, the next, uh, what, uh, 10, days, 10 or, days or so, yeah. um, you will, um, we have seen some very nice returns. So, uh, despite the uh, election day results, which, by the way, I was reminded by it, it, these folks have been clients for a very long time. They are wonderful people. I, it's just a pleasure to do business with uh, real family-oriented people. We had a review this week, and um, a husband and wife were on the phone, and I, I made mention of the election results, and I used a certain description Mm-hmm. And he, because we've been friends for a long time, he was without any real concern said, well, that's one way of thinking about it. Um, I may think about it differently. I may disagree. And you go, oh, okay. And because we know each other well and we've been friends for a long time, it doesn't throw anybody a curveball <clears throat> that two people can be um, politically uh, on opposite sides of a fence sure. and yet still like each other and have a wonderful conversation and do business together and respect each other and appreciate each other. Um, and while the newspapers and the TV and the lots of the radio would love you to believe, wow, that's really weird. That's really unusual. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think the vast majority of Americans not politicians. Yuck to every one of them. Yuck to every one of them. Uh, the vast majority of Americans, that's how they live their lives. They yeah. go play softball together. They go to church together. They work on community projects together. They might be in rotary together. They, they do different things. And in m- many cases, they never even have the discussion. Uh, who'd you vote for? None of your damn business who I voted for. Or... Well, you know, I thought this guy was better. I thought this guy was better. Well, I would agree, disagree. By the way, hand me the shovel. By the way, pass the plate. All right. By the way, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Come on. That's America. Andrew asks us about who we vote for or going to vote for whatever. And then the other day he said, I get to vote next time. Uh, And he's looking forward to that. It's pretty cool. That is very cool. Very, very cool. (laughs) It's uh, the only way. Now, um, I have announced this week it is... uh, Something I share with the audience, but I'm going to ask them to keep it quiet. I'll tell you, but don't tell anybody. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were handing me something. 
Um, but, um, but if you tell somebody, make them promise not to tell. <laughs> Unless the person okay. they tell promises not secret. to tell. Okay. Um, my, um, my Sharona, no. Um, my um, letter for the October newsletter in, was about a national day of prayer. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I can move the needle on that. I think somebody can. Uh, and I'm hoping that somebody that, that reads that or read that sends it along to somebody who can move the needle and get that done. What I think I might be able to move the needle on is is a topic, uh, an, an idea, an action that I think I could get conservatively, because you know I'm a conservative person. Mm-hmm. I can get 85 to 90% of Americans to agree on. And I think would fundamentally change politics forever. I'm on board. What is it? <laughs> Term limits. Hmm. Term limits. We've talked about it forever. Mm-hmm. We've waited for the government to self police. They're not. We've waited for politicians to respond to what I, again, I I haven't done the research. Uh, I'll have that done by Tuesday, (laughs) but it'll confirm that 85 to 90% of Americans go, once you send them down there, they never come home. Or if they come home, they come home to uh, a house that's got eight foot high walls that apparently the security system (laughs) doesn't work very well. Bottom line is that they go down there worth nothing. They'll spend 50, 60, 70 million dollars of everyone else's money to get elected. And then they stay forever and come home worth 50 million bucks. And that just is enough to tell you that they stink. Mm. So if they knew that they would only get two bites at the apple, you're going to, if you want to be a senator, you're going to be a senator for 12 years and get the hell out. If you're going to be a representative, maybe we'll give them three. We'll give you six years and then get the hell out. Yeah, it's interesting because it would change that as like their career. It can't be a career yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And you're not going to go down there and get $50 because you can't get enough corruption and graft in only two terms to get $50 million. Yeah. I think I can get 85 to 90% of Americans to support that. I think it changes the political landscape fundamentally forever. Right. And I... I think I can help. Gene for president. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 thank the you. The ultimate guru. Uh, <laughs> see, that's the response you would get from everybody, particularly the people who know me. They would just laugh. They would just laugh. Vote for him. He's very funny. He's a funny guy. Um, uh, we voted for a guy who uh, was an outsider, but he was a little harsh. I'm an outsider, but I'm pretty funny. So I think that's not a bad combo. Wow, this is the official announcement. No, I don't want to be. I don't want to be. I don't want to be elected anything. I just want to change the constitution. Okay. I want to be the person who. I mean, there was the emancipation. Do Do I have a what? Quill. I I don't think talking about my quill on radio is the way that we should be going here. For God's sakes, I mean it's a family show, and Thanksgiving's next week. Duh. I know. I'm going to rescue us. Um, Speaking of Thanksgiving, (laughs) I have a story of gratitude to share. Oh, wonderful. Okay. So I met with a client earlier this week. Braggart. 
And he, we talked about business stuff. And before he left, he said, I also wanted to tell you that a year ago when we met with Mark Basak, who was our Social Security and Medicare specialist, Mark recommended that I consider the Medicare supplement Plan G. And that's what I went with. And he said, you know, I got my knee replaced. And we had been actually talking about his knee replacement surgery mm. recovery. And he said. How did it go, by the way? Um, physically. Yeah. He's still working on mobility. Yeah, sure. Um, but it's better. However, his other knee got worse oh, very quickly. Yeah. And, you know, he's looking at number two and he's not real excited about that. But mm. um, overall, pretty good. You good. know, he's getting there. But the best part mm. is that he said that that whole surgery mm-hmm. cost him out of pocket like four bucks. <laughs> and he was just sharing that with me to say thank you to Mark for the recommendation because it, it truly is comprehensive in its coverage. And that's what he was grateful for because a knee replacement's not cheap. He said he added up what it would have cost him. Um, if he didn't have, you know, great coverage and he's like, it's like 10 years worth of premiums for that supplement. So he was very grateful and for the recommendation and the fact that he came in and met with Mark. So I shared that um, thanks with Mark and mm. Mark responded um, that that made his day. <laughs> so it's just a testament to the value you can find when you meet with him and talk through. It doesn't mean mm. that Plan G is right for everyone. Oh, gosh, no. But in a situation like that, it's a great example of how a procedure that would be very costly um, doesn't cost you anything Four extra bucks. Four bucks. besides that monthly premium. Um, so, yeah, mm. that was really nice to hear. And uh, I thought our listeners would appreciate, too, because if you haven't taken advantage of that service, mm. sitting down with Mark, you, sh- you should if you're in that um age bracket where you're planning and considering and weighing your options and you're confused by all the mail that you get from all the insurance companies mm-hmm. and you need a neutral third party to sit down and walk through it with you, Mark's the person you want to do that with. So We are beyond blessed to have Mark. Uh, your client was amazingly blessed. Yeah. Um, we talk often Actually, today we've talked almost not at all about investments and mm. about all that kind of good stuff, which is, uh, for, forgive the phrase, but 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 I think you'll understand what I mean. It's kind of the sexy part of being a financial advisor. Mm. The uh, less glamorous, I, I think is a better word, the less glamorous part. So um, do you have your wills done? No, we've always been talking about doing them. You got to get them done. And they get to sit with Keith. Um, Hey, we're looking at this insurance. I talked to a client yesterday at a review. They met with Mike Pompey. Mike looked at their policy and said, this is going to crash and burn. Mm. This is going to go to zero. You're paying $12,000 a year in premiums and you're going to end up with nothing. So they went, whoa, canceled the policy, took what little cash there was, and they're saving $12,000 a year. Wow. Now, their investments make money, sure, but goodness uh, in in football, there's a lot that goes on that's that the average uh, 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 spectator, the average fan, doesn't notice. Uh-huh. Doesn't notice. Um, they see the quarterback, they see the wide receiver, they see the tight end. They don't see the interior line. Yep. They don't see the footwork. They don't see the planning. They don't see the play calling. They don't see all that stuff. Um, it's not glamorous. 
meeting with someone to talk about your Medicare choice seems about as unglamorous as it can possibly be. And yet look at the smile on this gentleman's face. It's a life-changing decision. Without a doubt. Yeah. And when he gets his second one done, and he will, <laughs> um, folks now are are looking at that scenario and doing both at one time. We've had a number of clients do both, and you go, you are tough as nails. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, but once he's done with both, he will be doubly happy with Mark, and more importantly, his future is going to be wonderful. Mm -hmm. Good for him. What? A, there's tons there to be thankful for. Yeah. Tons <laughs> to be thankful for. 610-720-7900. We go back to the phones. We talk to Gary. Gary, good morning. Hello, Gary. Morning. How may we serve you? Yes, I uh, appreciate your program. I listen, Gene, very informative. Uh, I have a question about uh, wills, estates. Um, I'm going to be... Uh, setting up an estate with the trustee. Uh, I probably will be consulting possibly with Keith. I think you mentioned that for specific specific information. Mm -hmm. uh, the reason for my call is um, my sister was a beneficiary of uh, my cousin passed away about a year and a half ago. Uh, the total value of the estate was approximately about $360,000. It was supposed to be a straightforward will settlement. She waited for about a year and a half. She's 80 years of age, my sister, so she trusted in a local lawyer here. I suspect she was probably cleaned out at the, at, at the cleaners, as they say, from the lawyer. Uh, the lawyer's fees amounted to approximately $120,000 for a total estate value of about 360000 The home sold for 200000 and the IRAs and investments were approximately uh, – probably about 250000 which really is really a modest amount for an estate value, wouldn't you say? Basic, sure. Yeah, and she's still uh, responsible for having to pay the taxes on whatever those investments, uh, the, you know, responsibilities on her part, but she paid $120,000 to a, a lawyer, and I thought that was extremely high. Um, Gary, there is no question that Alyssa and I both looked at each other when you said 120,000 with a look of, it. no, it's a look of disbelief. Uh, it would be very difficult for me, um, to conjure up a scenario where that would be a justified, uh, fee. Now, is it possible that behind the scenes, something absolutely unexpected and out of the blue came up and this gentleman worked basically full time on this estate for six months. It's possible, but the possibilities there are like one in a hundred, one in a thousand. Uh, and considering that there was a house and some straightforward investments, it seems incredibly unlikely that that is the case. I would absolutely want uh, that to be reviewed uh, all the documentation, all of the accounting uh, by the attorney. Uh, I will share with you that um, many, many years ago, we had a local Lehigh Valley attorney quote a $60,000 fee to a client who had a $2 million estate. But in, in the analysis, the estate was already taken care of because the gentleman who passed had set it up as joint accounts and set it up as beneficiaries. So all the attorney really needed to do was uh, dot the I's and cross the T's. 60000 became $3,500. So I, I am 
very sensitive to uh, situations where people are uh, overcharging, um, uh, particularly. Oh, I think so. Yeah, I I, I want to set up a trust estate. Uh, I have a package from Metropolitan Life, um, you know, involving wills and estates, trust trustee estates, and I want to avoid that scenario of probate where the. You know, where the lawyer can get anywhere from, I guess, based upon the state. Where I'm in the state of Pennsylvania. It can vary anywhere from three to eleven percent, unless that has changed as far as the actual value of the state. Is, is that still um, part of the uh, scenario where the lawyer's fees for handling a trustee um, estate settlement would be in that range of three to eleven percent, or has that changed? Yeah, there there has um, there have always been guidelines. Um, that attorneys have um, shared, uh, courts have shared as to what could be appropriate. And in some cases, I'm not getting no feedback from the phone at this point. Oh, there we go. Um, don't give me that, John. Bottom line, yep, you're fine. Um, the, um, the guidelines are just that. There's nobody that's tied to those. They're not guaranteed. They're not, um, they're not required. So you can have an attorney do it by hour and, and charge very little. What you're considering doing, setting up the trust, will eliminate a lot of the legal work because everything is going to go as a beneficiary designation through the trust itself. So what you're doing is, is giving your, your estate as the best possible opportunity uh, to not have to have very high legal fees. Um, but is your sister willing to have this investigated, willing to cooperate with an attorney who might well, look at this? Know, it's, I feel so sorry for her. She's helped me out a lot uh, financially. I've been in a real struggle. Um, I'm, I'm taking care of a completely disabled brother, and it's a real, it's a real challenge. And uh, she's helped me out, and she's had health issues with COVID. She's 80 years of age, and her husband's mm. 83, mm. suffering from se- severe Parkinson compli- mm. complications. And it's just, you know, I'm, I, I just couldn't believe that it took that long. And her niece said that the, it, the lawyer was charging $100 an hour, and it took like a year and a half. And I can't, because of the COVID scenario, there was supposedly was so many delays in talking to the correct people to try to get. You know, I, I guess the paperwork and everything involved with resolving all the investments that was. All right, Gary, Gary, I'm going to need to. Yeah, Gary, I have to slow you down here because we're coming up to the end of the show. Alyssa, you want to make a I, comment? I just wanted to say one thing. You just said the, the attorney was charging $100 an hour. Keith Stroll, the state planning attorney we partner with, told us that they specifically do not charge hourly for settling an estate because it's something that in people, they don't want people to hesitate to ask questions and stuff. So that's a red well, flag there. And the huge red flag is, first of all, $100 an hour is not very high for an attorney. And number two, if it was 120000 theoretically, the attorney spent 12 hundred hours right. settling an estate with a house and a couple of investment accounts. Gary, I'm going to encourage you. Uh, and for everybody that's listening, if you have concerns like Gary has, if you like a second opinion about any of the arrangements that are going on in your um, financial life, you have the opportunity to sit with a more than money advisor, no charge whatsoever, no pressure, no obligation uh, for a free second opinion meeting. All you have to do is ask. Asking is easy. Uh, you can send Alyssa an email, A-L-Y-S-S-A, at askmtm.com. You can send that to me as well, Gene, G-E-N-E, at askmtm.com. 
You can go to our website, morethanmoneyonline.com, morethanmoneyonline.com. And, of course, you can always go old school and give us a phone call at 610-746-7007, 610-746-7007. Folks, thanks very much. Have You guys have been fantastic today. The calls came fast, furious, mm-hmm. and they were fantastic. Have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving. We'll see you next week on More Than Money. 